Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Deck the halls and follow my lolly. I'm Slide Whistle. What's up? It's immunization. I guess we are only like two weeks away from Krimbus. Wow. And it's me, Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horrid Punching Bag. And I have two classic DNR openings, but I don't know which one to pick. So I'll tell you what. I'm going to flip a coin. Heads, we hear who died recently. Tails, oh, we, see, no. <laughs> we see which Pokemon this episode number would be. I'm flipping. <laughs> oh, God. It was Tails. Uh, this is episode Poochiena, which is a pretty good one. Okay, wait a minute. Is this one is that is that is that a classic DNR bit? I think you did it like once, maybe. No, once or twice, you know. I, I've, I feel I've like it's it. got to be at least ten times before it's a classic. However, I will say I do like it. I like it a lot, actually. Well, it was <laughs> mostly just I was like, I was thinking to myself at work, like, what would today's episode be referencing the two times it's happened in the past? And then I saw his Poochiena, and I was like, oh, my God, we're on Gen 3 at this point? Fuck. Honestly, we're really lucky that we did not get any of the legendary birds, so we didn't have to fight. <laughs> don't don't do it <laughs> don't do it this is a nice easy route five episode just a nice over the home plate episode <laughs> oh man mighty yen is gonna be good next time you know i'm kind of excited for that one that's gonna mm-hmm. be the christmas one no it's gonna be the one where uh i guess yeah close to christmas it's gonna be the one where immunization might be in my house he'll be next to me as i'm sweaty and shirtless Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, I think that's currently the plan still, so I'll, I'll let you know when I arrive at your place of living. I'm really excited for all the like physical comedy bits you guys are going to do when you guys are in the same room. Because, you know, we always do that, and we know how much people love that type of humor in an auditory podcast. I want to hear like three Stooges noises going on over there. <laughs> so it'll have to be like, whoop, boink, boink. Some eye pokes. <laughs> <laughs> Except we'll have to vocalize them. I guess I can just put them in the edit afterwards, but that's no fun. You gotta make them real. Speaking of making them real, we made Raid a little real this week, I feel like. Yeah, it became real, real hard. <laughs> we hit the wall. Debbie just yeah. hit the wall. She never had it all. Uh, 12 wipes on Smoldy. Rug Smolder. You know what's funny? Okay, so... Heroic Smolderon is the wall. I I I thought we'd have problems with it, but I didn't think we'd have these kind of problems with it. There's always one fight that always surprises me, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like other groups that we've done it with uh, maybe only took like three or four pulls to get down Smolderon on Heroic. But yeah, we are like a full night and a half now in a, into just wiping on him. And I think our best pull is like 45 or 40 something. So like, and the and like on that one, it was like we were very obviously wiping, and the room was covered still in geysers. So I don't know, it still isn't there yet. Um, but the, I I feel like with ones like this where it's just like mechanical and personal <laughs> responsibility, eventually it'll click for everyone, and then we'll never wipe on it ever again. Well, so immune. Uh, a wise man once quoted you as, quote, the only person who fucking cares. So you have eyes on this fight here. What is it that you feel like this group is having difficulties with that other groups did not? Well, I also had like, have, like, posted this in, like, a raid chat. I don't, I don't really type when I'm in raid just because I don't want to, like, talk over anything that's happening. Um, so many people just didn't read it. But I was basically like, there are, like, probably three things we need to work on. First... Not dying or getting hit by the tornadoes that we spawn. Um, we're using this strategy where I don't know if it's, like, the best strategy or not. Uh, Slide Whistle has some opinions about the strategy. Okay, wait. I'm, I'm going to let you get through your bullet stinks, points quick. Go through the bullet points, but I, I, I do want to go back to that and talk about that first one. But just go. Okay, so first off, we need to dodge those. Second off, we need to clean up our placement of these geysers by where we bait them so that leads to part three which means that like we need to soak 
the tank soak properly. So like if you don't have the circle, you need to immediately get up there and soak and like get ready to soak with the tank. If you do have a circle, you need to position yourself so you don't hit yourself or other people with your things. But then immediately after the soaking is done and the dodging is done, we all need to like get back behind the boss and bait all of the geysers in one clean spot so that this like saves room space. So like those are those are my main points. So so all those things combined is so funny because last week I literally said Normally, I say our guild is pretty bad. I don't think I have to say that anymore. No, this this is the fight that is our, our guild is horrible at. It's a standing. If, if placement is important, we are fucked. That's why Kill Jaden was, I mean, it was hard for everybody, but it was double hard for us because we don't usually stand in the right spots. So what we're doing to avoid these fire tornadoes that come out of your body is we're all single file lining up against the edge of like the lava pit. And we're all standing with our backs to the wall, or our backs to the lava pit, so our fire shoots forward. But, like, what? there's too many of us. So what happens is we get a long-ass train, and I'm running my ass to the caboose, and I'm a healer. So I stopped doing that, and I started running in between regular people. And I'm like, you guys gotta fucking move, because I'm a healer, and I gotta kick the boss while I'm, like, healing, because I'm, I'm a monk. Yeah, not even just a healer. You're a healer that is in melee and needs to actively hit the boss to heal. <laughs> It's all my problem with it, which yes, I too agree that we're we're hands across Americaing like the the lower <laughs> half of the thing, and it's like a lot of these people. I guess maybe you could just say, oh, well, they take the ones closest to the boss. A lot of these people can't move, so they end up right in front of you, and then they beef it because they get hit by seventeen fire tornadoes. Also, you fire three like tornadoes. One in front of you, but then one on either side of you. So guess what? Unless you're staggered in a way or you're just very quick, slow people get tagged by their friends on the left and the right. So it's just like like so instantly dead. I think the thought process is that like I supposedly I say supposedly because I'll say something in a minute here that like it, you're supposed to shoot one directly forward and then two like not directly to your left and right, but like behind you slightly to the left and right so if you are in a perfect line i think the back ones are not supposed to hit you but what i say supposedly is because i swear i am like looking directly forward and my front one still just goes like to the like diagonally to the left so i don't know if that's a bug or if it's something i could be fixing about myself i don't know it's gotten to the point to where i don't even recognize which direction my own things are shooting out of i don't look i'm just like i'm gonna stand still Okay, the beams are moving. One is coming towards me. I'm going to move to the left. I am safe. But what I think the thing is, if we weren't to do the strat, if we were to do every man for themselves at the very beginning, I think we would never get past phase one with this group. Just because we know mechanically they can't dodge anything, right? Like for the like the majority we, to, we, of we are people. we are dealing with people who need to physically look down at the keyboard and be like my fireball button is three. And then while they're doing that, they're not seeing, yeah, the flames coming at them. So we need the best strategy for people to not have to move. Aaron, is your fireball button three? My fireball button is one. My pyroblast button is three. And I am very good at growling. I don't need to look anymore. Sometimes in other characters, I go, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I, do, I do have to look down and squint and be like, oh, okay, that one. But I think our our I think our main problem on this fight isn't the fact that we're lining up against a wall. It's the fact that like the players that are normally getting us like through this, um, like the top DPS or whatever, they're struggling because they can't do this line strategy because they can't do damage and they're far back. It's it's really weird. I think what's going to happen, I think we're going to stop using the strat. I'm not going to suggest it. I think it just happened naturally. And I think now that people are like kind of familiar with the tornadoes, it would be like a little training ground for them to at least see how they move. And now they'll be able to predict and move a little bit, hopefully. You know, I think that like regardless of whether or not we stick with the strategy or just adopt a free for all, it really just comes down to like our raid just needs more reps at understanding how what they need to do to dodge these things. So like either way, whatever we decide to do, it's just going to take X amount of more pulls just so that people get used to how to dodge these things. Then, oh, I remember my last point, which I just forgot to say, was that like in the intermission phase where there's just a lot of AOE damage happening and we have to move, 
um, dodging those rings has been a little bit of a struggle. But then because of that, people die during that, and then their orbs get to Smolderon, which increases his damage and just makes it almost impossible to heal. So people need to like get better at getting their balls, basically. That face is super hard. Cause like, so I'm healing, right? Again, like if you didn't know, if you didn't if you missed the last episodes, I'm healing raids. Um, and I don't know what the fuck to do during that phase because I'm dying. I need to get out of the rings. I need to get my orbs, and then everyone on their fucking mom is at two percent health, and I'm like, I don't have any buttons. I used them all at the fire tornado phase. So you guys gotta fucking survive. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, when I healed it on my priest, I saved salvation for that intermission phase, um, and, yeah, everyone just had to use, like, defensives, like, at any other point, because I'm like, well, if you get if you get hit by a, a fire tornado, like, I don't know, it's, like, use a defensive then, I guess. I feel like that's, not, salvation, hey, hey, you know, I said I'd never play a priest, guess who's been playing a priest? It's me! I, I think, actually, Salvation might be the perfect raid cooldown for that phase. Because you're putting on two stacks of Renew, right? Well, you're putting on um, stacks of Prayer Bending, but then also Renew. So, like... Everybody. Yeah, correct. So, you just... Yeah, exactly. I just cast it right before that phase, like, started doing damage. And then just was able to, you know, just dodge mechanics and collect my balls. And then worry about trying to throw out some spot heals. How long, how long, priest talk, everybody, this is the priest room. How oh, long? I would, I'm, I'm actively looking at Instagram, everyone. I just, I didn't want, I'm, I'm with you guys. Look at I'll, the pictures of the Pope. <laughs> Pull up the Pope's okay. Instagram at least while you're hey, here. Ev- hey, everyone, we're using your ears right now, but be like me and use your eyes. Look up the Pope. Okay, so you're, how long do those hots last? Because like, are they like long enough? Is it like half the face, all the face, some of the face? I don't know. I mean, like, less so about, like, the hot of the Renew itself, more so about the fact that, like, if everyone's taking damage and everyone has two stacks of Prayer of Mending, they're going to bounce around a few times, but then also leave your um, Echo of Light hot on people. So it it does look like a decent amount of healing. I think it's the Renew. Uh, I'm from the Church of Renew, and we want to bring Renew to the forefront of America. Azeroth, I mean. You're those people that I was talking about. Like before, you even knew what I was talking about. You've become that person. I we love Renew, right, Aaron? Yeah, we love Renew. Oh hell, hell yeah! Um, I'm looking up this thing. Pope Francis says to he warns the world of the dangers of AI. Do you think he Honestly, saw those no. pictures of him in a puffer coat and he goes, "Why don't I have that jacket?" It, I am so, why has God not blessed me with a beautiful puffer? The dangers are the devil's temptation, because he's like, I can't have the puffer, I can't. Oh, it's so cool. I would be a crucified if I went into my local man alive, but that puffer. I actually think he has worn a super cool puffer, hasn't he? I'm pretty sure it was AI. <laughs> That's the danger of it. Nobody knows. If anyone can, my man Pope Frankie, he can rock a puffer. It doesn't even matter if it's the middle of summer. If God's man says he wants a puffer, <laughs> then get him Puff one. Up, Puff Daddy, Puff Daddy Francis. Okay, back to raid, back to raid. Priest talks over, so you can come back, Aaron. You can come back. Oh shit, uh, makes sense. Okay, my phone died anyways. <laughs> the, the last thing it ever saw was Pope Francis in a puffer jacket. <laughs> but we definitely we, we we definitely got better at the fight like the day you can kind of see the dance there's more people alive going forward through the phase we didn't have eight bodies out of 25 standing mm-hmm. i said as much last night obviously not to the group because that'd be incredibly rude but it's like there were there are some people who get better but they will always beef it just because that's their current interest or skill level they'll be beefers but I do think everyone else, the vast majority, will learn and get enough equipment eventually in these next, like probably just next week, knock mm-hmm. on table here, that we can carry, we can hard carry them through the fight. We need to take people, we need to start getting people through 16s because I don't, I, like, I know the people in the guild don't like the plus, so like, I don't try to like make anyone do it. Again, I said before, this guild's very casual. We're not, like, making people do anything. It's just, like, bring your main. If you want to bring an alt, don't roll on shit. You know, very basic rules. But, like, if people run 16s, I think that would really increase the gear level. Just one. One a week, you know? Or what? what is it? If you run two a week, then you can 
at least upgrade one piece once that requires aspect shards, right? That's true. And and what I think is going to happen, I think people are going to begin to try to upgrade their gear, and they're going to hit that part and be like, I need aspect crests. How do I get these? And we're going to be like, we are prepared. We have you, baby. Come with me. Aspects are the uh, the dark blue ones, correct? There are blue ones, there are yellow ones, and then there's the darkest. Yeah, though you get them from either doing 16s or higher, or I guess Mythic Raid. Yeah, I've got yeah. I've got a couple couple four seventieth floating around that yeah require upgrading, and I just assume it's that currency. Yeah, this key season feels great. I mean, we can talk about that, but is there anything else to say about raid? Oh. Vegemite's being a baby about loot. <laughs> it's well, like, yeah, it's he's taking it, happens, it very but... personal, like how things are progressing, which is weird because he's been here. He was our tank in Sepulchre, Sepulchre all, of the first all of this one. expansion, and yeah, so like he's had two full tiers in a row where I'm like, I don't, you know how this works. It's like, like I, I guess, I guess it was supposed to be difficult, but like he, I swear he was there for like the three months we were on heroic Zoval. Like, don't worry, guy, we'll get it. Even if Blizzard needs to step in and squish it, I think wasn't Myth doing that for us. Yeah, I think what? like um, that oh. was like the one tier that like Myth was, and then I think that's why we brought in a, a new tank. Because mm. Myth, Myth specifically asked, "Can you get? Can you recruit a tank <laughs> so I don't have to do this?" <laughs> okay. Well, still, he was there for Razagath, and that I guess that was the final boss. But that was whooping our ass for years. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm also a little confused by it. Um, I I don't know. I I think it's just. Uh, it has been a little bit since we've had a serious raid tier, right? Because like we had a big gap from the Abbey to now. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes next week with Smolderon when we get like another week of gear on people. But like, I don't know. This is the first boss I feel like in the last, t- <laughs> like in this tier for sure, and almost even in Avarice, right? <laughs> like, I. I pugged Smolderon on low quinoa and we killed it in like two pulls. So like I yeah, I don't know what we're doing wrong, but something's up. Well, you know you know what it is. Is I'm too distracted by his good looks. Because Smolderon is this week's sexiest NPC of the week. Ooh. Uh, oh. I don't yeah. know what it is, but last night after he smacked me down and <laughs> laid me on my tummy for maybe the 11th, 12th time. I looked up at him and I was like, oh my god, this guy's built. Yeah, um, he is, he might be made, made of lava, but like, he is chiseled. Like, he, he, like, I, do these big bosses like this normally have like defined abs? I, you know, have we not been looking closely? Because I, I was like, this guy has a lot of things to look at. It, not even just the abs, which are great to look at. But, like, his, like, head had some things going on. Like, oh, you can almost look behind that little mask a little bit. Like, I don't know. It's getting me a little mm-hmm. curious. What's got going yeah. on there? I mean, I have it on good authority. I'm not supposed to say this, but S- Steve and Ian did sneak me an email the other day. Uh, it's just a giant pair of kissy lips under there. Oh. He said, I, need, I needed lips big enough to kiss all 30 of you. Mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs> At once. That's actually the mythic <laughs> phase. He pulls off his helmet and he reveals his beautiful smolder. Ooh. He's like, I have my smolder on. Oh, damn it. Ooh. It's so much better. God, God so good. <laughs> He said, my lord, I need some lip balm. My big kissy lips are chapped. And then Firehack goes, I think it'd be more interesting to watch you crumble. <laughs> and he goes, after I'm done kissing these guys, I'm going to get some Burt's Bees. And I'm really going to show you the business. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody, we can close the episode. But that was fantastic. We're not going to get any funnier than that. <laughs> I don't think. Well, I do have one other comment about this. Um, I don't know if we've talked about it or if you guys have noticed, but okay. Well, you know that y- y'all know that like Farak is like in the room with us while we're like having our um sexual awakening with Smolderon in no, this battlefield. No, wait. Ugh. Well, I-, I know he calls out to him, but I thought he was just 
around. You can like no, see so, him. Yeah, you can. Like if so next time we go in, look up. <laughs> We're getting a shard. Uh he is like flying around above. And distinctly when you first get into the room, Farak is like upwards and like back a little bit. And he's like guzzling down some fire. Like I don't know where this fire is coming from, but it like our man Farak is basically like two fists and double double like gulping down these fire glizzies like they're like they're kind of phallic like two giant like rods of fire going into his mouth <laughs> he said Whoa. i'm m for m magma for me <laughs> yeah he's just a guzzling down those magma glizzies during this fight and and you know when he comes up for a little bit of air then he like shit talks smolderon basically how could he shit talk such a beautiful steaming pile of man? <laughs> Smolderon, I'm going to give you your sexiest NPC of the week award, one of these many, many polls. Don't worry, you can probably just pick it off my corpse. Yeah, baby, we're gonna throw some shrimps on the Barbie, but if your loot goes to somebody who's not me, I'm fucking G quitting! You know, I'm. <laughs> How dare Gandolin bring his mage? He played a druid once in 2017. <laughs> I've always been a mage man. Well, you know, like, no, one, no one's enjoyment that they get from their loot will ever distract from the enjoyment that we will get the next time we see Smolder on smoking hot bod. Okay. I enjoyed that award. We'll see you. We'll see you and our other two thousand competitors at the next <laughs> best makers award. <laughs> at the the th we that's the only thing holding up the three of us is every additional member and plus one that they can bring ex balloons the guest list, and we're trying to find a, a place that can fit everyone. We have to give it like a wrestling subtitle, like World War Three. 55 men! That, that was like a 60-man Royal Rumble. They tried to make a cooler one. Does Smolderon even know what a Corthian Gromit is? And yet he will be competing <laughs> against one at the three of us. At this point, do we even remember what a Corthian Gromit is? Oh my god, it is the three of us. We could call it World War Three of us. <laughs> When's the last time anyone even thought about Manifestation of Pride specifically from Shadowlands Key Season 2? Uh, legitimately, I brought him up, or I tried to bring him up, literally last week when I was trying to explain to Slide about how the magma, uh, the tornadoes on Smolderon come out of our bodies. I was like, what are you talking about? It's literally... <laughs> okay, wow. So, honestly, though, now that we have a little more lore fleshed out for the three of us, maybe it's coming next, next, uh... Sometime, who knows? <laughs> Next hey, whoa, week. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. How many times have you teased it in that same way and then we immediately backpedal and then say, I, 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 don't, I want to slap it with a soon TM, but that's even too soon. Well, the problem is we're, we're you know, I'm drinking my cranberry juice and gin in a, in a, and I'm also wearing a pure white shirt. Like, I'm really living on the edge today, You literally, so. you said that the last episode, It's happening again. Too, it's happening you again. always wear stark white t-shirts while consuming wet red foods. <laughs> it's happening again. I'm getting deja vu. Some people just never learn. I didn't spill anything last time. Wait, no, I did. Well, you haven't spilled anything yet this time. <laughs> And I won't. Okay, let's talk about Mythic Plus. It just is, it feels so good. And I have some data that truly backs up how good it is. Ooh. Oh, let's see it then. Okay, so this is a chart that tracks M plus runs per week that are filtered through Raider IO. So, like, pretty much everybody, like 99% of the runs, I'm sure. At this point in Dragonflight Season 1, right? The game just came out. We're at the same exact point of the dungeons being out. There were 2 million Mythic Pluses run that week, right? Right now where we are in Season 3, we had 2.4 million people run this week. Now, you might think, that's not that big of a jump. That isn't that big. Well, I went from Season 1 to Season 3. Season 2, which was the last season... There were 1.1 million runs that week. The same amount of time that we are in right now from the from from them launching. 
So, like, this lines up basically with the way we felt about last season. Honestly, I didn't care to get my portals last season. I stopped running keys at much of a high level last season. I think maybe the most I did was just, like, run a 15 or something every week. It's crazy. Like, if if, if you've been running and you've been saying, wow, this feels really good, uh, 1.4 million people agree with this statement right off the bat. So if you're not doing keys i highly recommend they feel fantastic yeah every week i'm like oh the affixes won't be as good next week and then we get to the next week and i'm like oh it still feels fine i'm like timing 20s on both of my pre-semi hunter like i think keys just feel easier this season i think they either were either like our characters kept some of their strength more than last seasons or they just tuned it so that it feels a little easier but then addition in addition to that Personally, I, and apparently over a million other people, care more about the dungeons in this pool than we did last season. Yeah, I, the dungeon pool is magnificent, which I think you said before, but like, it just, it just, the fact that now I am even okay with running Dawn of the Infinites, like, I don't think those are too crazy anymore. Um, the Morchi fix has been great. You can really see she's not wearing a fucking hat on her head anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can say. I have I've mostly been dabbling with Mythic Zeros. I'm very, very upset I have yet to run a throne of tides. If only because I know all the mechanics, so I can pretend like I too am cool and old. You know what's crazy though? You don't. You Because they added new stuff. Oh, There's no God, more Kool-Aid I'm... punches. There's no more Kool-Aid punches. Oh, I'm back at square one again. Ah, oh, beans. And you know what's funny is that, like, we felt, like, a kinship to Throne of the Tides, not because, like, we were from that era, but because we did a shit ton of dungeon leveling and got that one a lot, right? Yeah, we just, we were there a lot. Yeah, they, like, changed two of the bosses and changed one of the hallways entirely. Do you have, do you have to fight the, um, the broken guy? The the highly yes, optional you bro- have boo, to fight boo. him. Well no, then, you, never mind. No, no, no. I, I, I take it all back because I I know nothing about this man because <laughs> I haven't I haven't fought him since 2018. Here you go. I'll tell you all you have to do. When the tentacle thing begins to cast, hide behind a pillar. Other than that, I don't know. Just hit him. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Occasionally, you have to dodge some swirlies on the floor. Um, other than that, it's really just the healer and tanks issue. Um. If I remember correctly, back in the day, like, uh, if you did decide to do that boss in your dungeon leveling, which I feel like maybe 85% of the time we would skip it, I actually think we maybe would even flame people who tried to go that way. We were like, no, don't go that way. We don't need it. We don't need it. But um, I think back in the day, like, it was like occasionally it would mind control people, I thought. Yeah, it would that, jump that, on that you That was its whole shtick. Yeah, it, was, it would mind control someone. And then you didn't know, like, if you're supposed to beat up your bro, so your dude would beat you up, and you'd be like, oh, we're never going to complete this. Which is very confusing, because why did they choose to bring that dungeon specifically back when that's his core mechanic, right? And he was optional. And then they were like, no, now you have to do him, and now there's no core mechanic. You couldn't have just made it a new boss? Like, I don't know. But the payoff is worth it, because at the very end of the dungeon, when he, like, is alive, he goes... I am weary, and I can't stop saying it. I keep mocking him every day. Every time we finish the boss, then, like, in unison, well, Slide and I have gone, I am weary, in voice chat with whoever we're in there with, and now it's gotten to the point that whoever, like, they all know we're going to do it, so they do it with us, too. (laughs) It's so fun. (laughs) I am weary. You must go on without me. Uh, But, Aaron, if I was to throw you into the final fight, you would not know what the fucking do. It's unrecognizable. The fight, but like, like, so we get big and fight Azumat, but everything else before that, like, it's, it's like you are cleaning up black stink puddles on the floor with a water beam power that you are blessed with randomly. Hmm. You have to stack the poo puddles because if you don't stack them, you can't water beam them enough. It's a totally different fight. And I'm like, why couldn't they give Squid Guy that? Because, like, what was the what was the Azamat boss like before? There were, like, giant you ads that you would have kill, to fight, right? Yeah, you would just kill ads. Horrible. It was awful. And, and that was it. And then halfway through, four faceless ones shooting laser beams would show up, and you would just kill them. I, I always felt like when we ran that dungeon back in the day, both the first Naga lady that has the ads and the last boss with all the ads 
would take pretty much the same amount of time the rest of the dungeon did combined. Like, it was it's so excessive on that timer. But yeah, overall, the changes to Throne were good, I think. Yeah, run some shit. Or don't. I don't care what the fuck you do. You know what I care about? You babies. finishing babies. No, you. Yuck. Their no, health? thank you. Wow. I'm sorry. I know a baby or two that I do like, but I don't want them in my house. Particularly because me and the rest of the lonely losers are <laughs> are finally able to complete the Emerald Dream storyline. We did it, everyone. We waited. You can finally just complete it. You can go to what the... What do you mean? Oh, for the for the helm enchant, basically, right? Is that what you're well, saying? Well, no, I'm talking about just now. If you didn't beat Fyrak, you can complete the Emerald Dream story. Remember how in Zerolic Caverns you had to wait like a month and a half? To this week was the month and a half. Oh, oh, so those people can finally see like the 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 after party. Yes, the big party and the blooming of a Mirdrasil and Ysera. Going back home, which you can tell <laughs> which online personalities were not raiders because she's been catching a lot of strays recently. What happened? I saw some of that too, but like you're, you're, you probably have like your finger on the pulse more, so, so please explain. Yeah, it. I am off the... I don't know what's happening. It's just mostly people making fun of the fact that Ysera's like, thank you, my daughter. And then it's like, I, it's like, I'm so proud of you for stepping up and becoming like the dragon leader. And then Ysera says something to the effect of, like, we both honored our vows. And everyone's like, Ysera, you didn't do anything. Which is like, well, no. She held a portal <clears throat> once. And then I think maybe she she helped open the portal to the Emerald Dream. I'm not going to give, I'm not going to say Ysera was essential to the whole thing. But it's like, but like yeah, she, the, she had some like, stealth storylines in there. Also, like, why are people mad about this? Because, like, literally, if they did the campaign, not even the raid... They know the answer to this. Like, I think, like, chapter, like, five or six out of however many there were, the whole concept of it was that, like, you and Marithra had to, like, do things against, like, Frock's army while Ysera tries to channel on something. And then you, 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 you and Marithra do your thing and get back. And then, like, Ysera's, like, out of breath. And she's like, I, she's like, I don't have my power anymore. And then, like, it's established that, like, she doesn't have her power anymore because the aspect ship has, like, gone over to Marithra. So, like, that is the story, guys. Like, what, are you, what don't you understand? May I, may I explain to you, uh, in the words of a meme, uh, this can't stop me. I can't read. <laughs> I didn't play that because I yeah, don't play WoW. Yeah. I'm not subbed. And that, it, That's it, the real and answer if, there. If it's not in a big animated cutscene like that, they don't they don't yep, know exactly and that was definitely delivered in slash say yeah perhaps voice acted slash say but yeah you have to actively keep your your ears and your peepers open during chapter five or else but if you missed it now you know but like we all caught it i mean you know i, mean, I, I was gonna say we're lore aficionados that's a lie we try to be but we are like lore we're like slum lord slum lores so if we caught it, you should feel extra bad because yeah. I'm definitely just eating fries off my tummy while I go through these things. I definitely didn't catch it because I was just sitting here waiting too long, <laughs> reading in my chat later. Yeah, on my first playthrough, at least, I like always try to take like an obscene amount of time to like read everything and wait around in case somebody decides to do something because they fucking always pull that shit where they're like... I don't know why they do this, but, like, there's always, like, you know, when you turn something in, then, like, they wait, like, 20 seconds before they start talking and moving to do something. Yep, if I, if I get a quest, I'm going to read the quest. I'm going to, I, I'm paying $15 a month for this game. You think I'm not going to fucking read everything? God damn it, I am. Oh, breaking news, everybody. Breaking <gasps> news. The 10.2.5 splash screen has been data mined on the wow head. I'm posting it in host chat so you guys can see that it has three pictures. One being of Book of the Azerophian Archives. Another being of Growlina's grandfather, Gen Greymane. And another follower dungeons with our girl, uh, Ger what's Garrick? Captain Garrick? Captain yeah, Garrick. Yeah, from the, yeah. the starter, Exile's Reach, right? 
Yeah, yeah, and favorite? they have they have little Laney, and they have Torrentina too. <laughs> so the, I, I I didn't know that they were gonna use Garrick for this. That's cool. I mean, it makes sense, right? But it's it's awesome that like if you are a new player, you know, you did Exiles Reach, and now you're gonna like, oh, I'll play the game. Oh, I don't know how to do. I'll do Apollo Redemption, and then it's like, oh, I know her. Like that's a, imagine if GHC General Hammond Clay was tanking for us back in the day. Ugh. That is like, so if someone were to come in WoW right now and experience follower dungeons, I feel like they'd have the similar mindset of us who came into WoW from Hearthstone, where we see like a troll berserker and we're like, oh my God, that's Taz Dingo. (laughs) (laughs) So now you're going through follower dungeons and it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's me, Flynn Fairweather. I'll be your rogue DPS. And then this person, as they play, gets to BFA, and they're like, no way, is that Flynn from Follower Dungeon? <laughs> but, but, like, real talk, though, I was thinking about this, like, with um, the introduction of these Follower Dungeons, that, like, this is so cool, because, like, I know, as you said, like, with us, like, people who are starting now would have Exiles Reach as their first experience of the game, so they would probably, all of the brand new people probably have an attachment to Garrick um, because like her and her son are like some of the first people that you would meet. Um, so I think it would be so cool for them to like get off the island, maybe level up a little bit in some other zone. And then like, if they decide to queue for a dungeon and get like these follower dungeons and then they see her again, that that'd be like a cool, like, Avengers Endgame's callback for them or something. I really, really hope that they that they keep like Captain Garrick and they like bring her forward through the story. Like imagine if like in a the next expansion, like she's like helping you in a quest, or like maybe she's even like at the raid eventually. That would be such a sick journey for somebody who started to see her like at the fucking raid tier. Yeah, and then like by 14.0, she will be like Queen of the Alliance or something. But but at this point, I keep saying cool for them. Honestly, it's cool for me. I love Captain Garrick. They had a cool story. So fuck the new people. We want Captain Garrick to help us in a raid now. I'm looking forward to Midnight when she finally meets up with Anduin and they fall in love and they get married and he has a stepson who's maybe six years younger than him. Also a priest, I guess. (laughs) That's how you know Chris Metzen's back. It's the classic Metzen right there. People don't know, but that actually happened to Metzen. He met his his third wife when he was fifty five and got married. And his stepson is, his stepson is fifty years old. Do you play any of my games, Dave? I'm a grown man with my own family. I'm your dad, Dave. You gotta talk to me. Oh, Divi Dave. Also, I, the only the only other thing I have to say about this is, and I know it's just because it's the story, and they always put the story one real big, but shout out to my man again getting the big circle on this image. For like two, three months here, Worgens will be on the big picture. Yeah. And that's okay with me. Yeah, because like the big story is going to be like us reclaiming Gilneas. And then, so like, I know that like there's been like some reports on like Wowhead of like the ptr players saying that like there's a shit ton of new npcs in the new gilneas but then like also something that was interesting to me is that like they're they found like an npc in bellameth the new night elf capital who is an old nelf who has like connections to gen and he's like at the docks so like people are thinking surmising that there might just be like a ship or like some kind of transport between um, the Night Elf Bellameth capital and the reclaimed Gilneas that we will <laughs> it's, unlock. It's going to be the boat day boat. <laughs> Gen said, I, I looked in the shipyard for boats, and all I found was this little raft with a torn sail. Growlina, <laughs> we're going to need to borrow that. You know, you, you either could choose that, or there was also a flash sail on the Court of Stars ships, uh, you know, because, like, <laughs> like, that's no longer in rotation, so... It's uh, gonna it's gonna take Elunara Luneth a little bit to get here. Usually she's pretty on the ready when you fire just, just, the signal, but she, she's gotta go from Suramar. <laughs> she's gotta sail all the way over here. I was gonna say, you know, just get up there, ring the bell, fire off the signal, she'll be here in maybe, like, a day. <laughs> I made it. Oh, God, where are you going? Menace Harbor, please. Oh, okay, hop on. 
Do you think so? This is a little awkward because if the horde are coming in, are the horde gonna be able to get on the boat and go to Gilneas? I hope not. I mean, I also hope that they are not in, really allowed in Bellameth. They I are. saw this one post. I know, I know, but I say really because <laughs> it's, like it's people like were showing cult, that like a like, cultural practice that just like even though they are around, like I'm gonna stand at the gates and yell at them until no one shows up anymore. I saw some people surmising that, like, perhaps it's only, like, a temporary allowment of the Horde in Belmeth once it, like, first opens. Because, like, I guess maybe, like, the player character is, like, in canon helping setting it up type deal. But, like, when the, like, apparently Hordies that are there have a debuff that says that they're being watched. Oh, yeah, it's called Eyes of the Sentinels. Which, also, I, that's also just really cool flavor. Like, even if they are allowed to be in there all the time, that's awesome that... That, that, that's all that I want. I want somebody to be fucking upset that they're there, and they're, so that's them watching. Like, we don't trust you motherfuckers. I mean, and I would like to hope that, like, again, Greymane is like, no, uh, you can't get on this boat. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you for taking your guys out of Gilneas. You're not allowed back in. <laughs> We're not making that mistake twice. We also, uh, um, so there's wisps that were added to Bellameth, and they're the wisps that sacrificed themselves to make the seed. So, like, all the, like, people who I was rescuing in, like, uh, the Shadowlands, they all get to hang out in Bellameth. And don't worry, my priest trainer, cause I'm a priest now, a starry starseeker, she made it. Wow, you you like use your you you, you like pay some people random people like a hundred k gold to level Aquaria twenty levels, and all of a sudden you're like the main priest on this podcast. I get it. Oh my God. So explain to me, yeah, explain to me how this happened without like like legally, okay, like yes. without breaking TOS. Yes. So okay. So basically, I said I'd never play a priest. I wanted to play Shadow Priest, but I could only play that on a Void Elf character because they're nasty. And I wasn't going to level Squirm. So I was kind of, I uh, I wanted to heal more. I was going to make a second Mystery for Monk to heal raids and get loot. And then I was like, that's stupid. I should just do another healer. And Amin said that it's similar to Mistweaving, how I described it. Yeah, I told him that like what how he described Mistweaving actually sounded very similar to Holy Priest to me. So I was like, I'll level a Priest. And so I got, I I almost bought a level boost. I I was I was desperate. I was close, guys. Like my finger was on the button. Aquaria, Aquaria, no characters. That's right, just Aquaria. I'm proud of more. Uh, is level fifty when I first got her. That would have been twenty levels. Yeah. Also, I want to just acknowledge that it's very impressive to have the the name of Drag Race Season Ten winner Aquaria on the gay server. Yeah, I'm shocked nobody had it when I got it. Forever ago. I've been sitting on it ever since. So I almost bought a level boost. really close. But then I remember Immune saying, at that point, why don't you just buy a carry? And I was like, it's actually a really good idea. I haven't haven't looked at that. So I, I rejoined services chat. And I was blasted across my fucking face. Like, the that chat moves. 2,000 times more than trade chat. It's ridiculous. I had to actually leave the services chat just to be able to scroll up and find somebody selling what I needed. Yeah, and most of the people in there nowadays are selling like carries through dungeons or raids, but another really common service in there is what they call power leveling. Power leveling. And so they said, can get you from 1 to 60 for 100k was what this person was saying. And then they were like, and then 60 to 70 is another 100K. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. But like, I guess it makes sense. And it's all gold. Like it's in-game gold. Like I gave a person the money and then they gave me the service. It still feels really like, feels really shady though. Yeah, but it's not illegal. It doesn't break terms of services because what they do, I believe, is they just invite you to a group, tell you to go to an area, and then kill elite mobs. So, like, you get, like, the boosted experience of being in a group with them, and they just kill things, and then you gain levels fast. Yeah, it's like a... And, and they do it like a... Almost like an organized mob. Like, the guy was like, okay, join. Okay, give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's basically how he said it. Trade me the money is what he said. He said money, but like it was gold. And I said, well, how much is it if I'm going from 50 to 70? Because, you know, 1 to 60 is 100K. 
so what's 50 to 70? He goes, 120K. And I was like, okay, that's that's reasonable. That's fine. But he didn't tell me what he was going to do with me. I didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> so then he invites me, and I get on top of him, and he dragonflies me from Valdragon to an hour planes. He lands me on a roof and says, stay. And then he goes down, and he begins gathering tons of centaurs and just murdering them. And there were, like, three other people who were basically, like, we were, like, stacked on top of each other, impaled on, like, a weather vane. And they're just, like, we're watching this tank kill everything with him and his warrior friend. And it took maybe, like, two and a half hours, and I was 70. (laughs) And you, like, did this at work and just, like, had your laptop open and then just, like, did work? (laughs) Yeah, like, I, uh, that was it. Um, they, They had a server hop sometimes, so, like, it required, they were like, are you here? And then I wouldn't answer. And then they would do ready checks to like be like, hey, people, we gotta move, 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 move. And then he'd like hop on me. Like it was very like they're just forcing me to move places, and, and they didn't tell me where we were going sometimes. So we went to Brackenhide, and I was like, I don't want to be in Brackenhide. And they farmed there, but they didn't do as good of a job as they did in the other place. So it took longer. Yeah, but long story short, Aquaria is max level now, and you've been healing LFR, right? Yes, sir. Well, congratulations. I'm glad. I'm glad you spit in the face of me and the rest of the guys in the grab a bag of chips and level in an afternoon community. You ruined the sanctity. You ruined the sanctity of just sitting there and pounding out 10 levels. And then your wife comes home and be like, what did you do today? And go, nothing. (laughs) I achieved nothing today. What do you do for like leveling nowadays? Like, if you did, would you do quests? Oh or god, fucking anything. It, <laughs> it, it, really, because I mean, I've done it fucking fifteen times. Um, it depends. I typically do questing nowadays because at least I move and do things and get to see a little story. And as long as you quest anywhere, Cata forward, you'll actually have fun with it. It was tough doing that in like TBC. Or Wrath, because those quests were not made for you to have any yeah. fun. I'm just going to pay somebody again to do it. <laughs> I'm going to watch Seinfeld. I'm going to get my story, but it's going to be in a different medium. <laughs> I'm going to see what Jerry and his silly boys are up to. They're killing centaurs, did, Jerry. Did, centaurs! <laughs> did, did, did you hear this guy? He paid for a carry. You paid for a carry? I paid for a carry. <laughs> I don't want to sit there and waste my good time. What are you going to do instead? You're paying for the game. I can eat a bagel. You know, it, it is honestly very scary how, like, I, I feel like that is what George Costanza would say. But that's also what I, that's what I, I agree. That, that's I a agree. Seinfeld plot is, is George, George would pay for a carry and he would play and he'd be super cool healing raids. And then at the very end, like, they'd be in game and he'd be like, we need some, we need a level 70 to use regrowth. <laughs> and then he's like, ah, uh, ah, uh, it's like, you're a druid healer. You know what regrowth is. And he goes, ah, uh, because he didn't actually play. So he doesn't know what the buttons are. Then it's revealed it was actually Elaine who was, who had the big level 70 druid the whole time. And she can do regrowth. Honestly, we wrote an episode. We got to get, who's, what's the guy's name? It's like Millennial Seinfeld. Yeah, we got to get him on this. He he can help us. What do you think about that, Amin? Do you agree with Do you agree with any of these statements? Big Seinfeld head over there. You say that as if I haven't also watched a decent amount of Seinfeld. I felt like that was all a very well thought out bit. Y'all just performed here. Um, you did I, it once is. cite it as your favorite television show. Period. I mean, it is, I, I, and I stand by that. I might not have seen every single episode multiple times, but, like, I've probably, over the course of the year, seen maybe, like, 75% of the episodes, and I do really appreciate it. Bum, ba-dum, bum, bum. <laughs> what are we doing right now? How about this? Kramer gets to level 100 in EverQuest because he doesn't understand. <laughs> he, he, he couldn't find the, the downloader for World of Warcraft, so he just found a mmo and then he got super high and then everyone's like you're gonna play wow with us right and he goes i gotta kill cars half and then he goes back to everquest <laughs> i feel like it either be that or he gets banned for buying gold <laughs> One <laughs> of the two. uh oh you know we haven't done it in a long time let's do a time warp Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> 
know what I'm doing right now? I'm actually pulling up the timer. I'm shocked I even remembered ooh, to do that. Ooh. It's been so sar long. How do you even remember that? Also, it's been sar long since we've done a time warp in general, so. Alright, so for those who haven't listened in the past however many episodes it's been since we had a time warp, they have 40 seconds, the length of a time warp, to give as many correct answers to the question I am about to ask them. Are you ready to hear the question? Of course. Yes. I need you two to name as many lapsed raiders of Uno Mas slash Phoenix Fusion. That means raiders that are no longer raiding with us in this tier. Ready? Go. Wait, wait. wait okay, so Kata. Cubby um, Bub. I'm Rawls, sorry. Uh, Gershom. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, um. Uh, Pelswick, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, tire. Uh, yeah, tire. Ar- Arboleda, maybe once. Um, Arpin, I'm sorry. Oh, well, I'm not sorry. He doesn't like the game. Um, shit. Uh, Vegemite soon. I'm not sorry. Um, I don't have like blank on anyone we've ever interacted with. Ever uh, uh, Broski. Oh, um, uh, someone and uh, uh, got fell in. Fell in there for <laughs> that was so good, Aaron. I mean, Aaron named everybody. Except that I didn't. I just named like yeah, the people exactly. we That's knew what I'm who saying. were like. It's very nice to go do like Saudis with you, and then they came in a couple times, and it's like, okay, I'm going to go now. Cat XJ, you still out there? I was waiting for one of them to say it, but no one said it. You know. Oh, but uh, Aaron won, so immune. You know what that means? I will go make another drink. I'll be right back. He's making a drink, Jerry, a drink. What do you think World of War... (laughs) Okay, so would Frasier also be in the World of Warcraft, or would that be like Final Fantasy XIV Frasier? Okay, so like I truly... (sighs) I think I'm going to have to watch Frasier next, only because I feel like it's a show talked about, like... As Seinfeld levels, but I don't know what the fuck Frazier's about. All I know is it's a guy in a sweater, and he sometimes, or when he talks, he talks like this. That's all I know about the show. I don't know anything else. I watched one episode reanimated. It was for any big Frazier heads, any <laughs> any egg and cheese fans out there. It was like the episode at the coffee shop where nothing happens, but only because it was reanimated by animators. Wait, they have a nothing happens episode like Seinfeld's nothing happened episode? They do, they do, yeah. The whole thing is that Frasier meets his brother Niles for coffee, and they they subtly discuss the characters around them and the the their own lives. But the whole thing is Frasier keeps ordering coffee, and they're trying to find a spot to sit, and they have to keep moving. And every time they get him coffee, he goes, "Oh, I'm sorry. Was that decaf or normal? I want a decaf." And then like ten minutes later, be like, "Um, is that like does it have sugar in it?" And then they send it back. Wait, so Frasier is Frasier a comedy? I actually I don't even know what genre of TV it is. Frasier is okay, a I'm back dry with my drink. comedy. Um, is, it is an erudite. Oh, I comedy. might like that. Is Frasier the one that Cheers is of uh, yes, related to? Fra- yes, Frasier was a character. Kelsey Grammer was a character on Cheers. Oh, you know, this is a lot. I'm maybe I'll just watch Wendy Williams if I have. <laughs> I'll stick to Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't know, like, Frasier's old as fuck. I don't know who owns that anymore. Is that on Max? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I haven't really seen it advertised anywhere. Hey, everybody, welcome to our TV show talk right here. It kind of randomly happened. What drink did you make to drink, Immune? Let the people know. Well, I made a vodka Diet Coke. I mean, I know that that's probably confusing or weird to a lot of people. But if it's Taylor Swift's drink, that's perfectly fine for me. Also, also, for the record, it's not because I'm a Swifty. This is what I drank before I even knew that. Yeah, I was going to say, you've been drinking that since the day you were born. Taylor Swift made a cookie recipe and she put it on the internet. And I'm sorry, Taylor, it wasn't too good. Don't tell my wife. She was like, I love these cookies. And I love that they're Taylor's cookies. And I was kind of like. They're basically just sugar cookies with chai, right? Yeah. Ooh, speaking of Taylor's cookies. Upper Deck unveils Blizzard Legacy Trading Card Collection. You guys going to get this? Well, explain it, and I will decide. (laughs) First of all, do you guys know what an Upper Decker is? Apparently, it's when you put tobacco in the lip of your mouth. 
That's not uh, an upper decker that I know. Well, that's you know, somebody in that... said to me today. <laughs> well, okay. So if you to- if you ask me what an upper decker was, I would think somebody shitting in the tank of the toilet. Yep, that's the upper decker that I'm familiar Has with. Has anybody ever actually done that? That's my next question. Hey, if you're listening on Spotify, I'm gonna put a poll. If you ever known anybody to actually drop an upper decker? Answer truthfully. Don't fucking lie. I don't want any fucking liars in the polls. Or I'll never do a poll again. I feel the same way about the playing of Jizz Biscuit on the schoolyard, but I'm not putting that in a poll. I don't care if you actually did that or not. I don't want to know. I'm just going to, in my head, pretend like no one actually did that. Then I will not give you an answer to the question. So, the upper decker is... the (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Upper deck is really... Oh, upper deck is just a type of like they they do cards and things, right? I believe yes. I believe back in the day, like I um I, I had a phase where well, is more than a phase. Like I collected like Pokemon cards when I was a child, and then I got into Yu Gi Oh cards and like tried to build like a deck and whatever. So like I had some sleeves that were like upper deck brand, and then I had a deck box that was upper deck brand. So that's the only reason I know this. Yeah, they were. And I'm shocked they're still around. I, I didn't know they were. I just can't say it without laughing now. <sighs> okay, so first of all, I, I know what you're thinking. Are there any virtual goodies? No, there's not. Big, big misopportunity here to put in loot draws. I think people would have loved it. I get why they avoided it because they didn't want to be like called out for it, right? They're kind of like worried about it, but I think it'd have been a good idea for a trading card collection. I also don't think anyone would call them out on it. I think it would be more so just like a throwback to the original ones, right? You know, I don't know. When I hear how Twitter is these days, I would not be surprised if people are like, yeah, I'm being exploited. And it's like, just don't fucking buy it. Well, these are the same ones that were complaining about the Sarah Marithra story without actually acknowledging what the story was. It is what it is. There are some pictures of the cards if you guys want to look at them. Sorry, people at home. It's just a, it's Tracer on a green hollow background. I love, I fucking love it. We've got a beautiful picture of, I think this is Ogrim Doomhammer, if not Thrall. Like, I guess this is a pre-existing asset too, but they have a beautiful painted picture of him. They have a beautiful painted picture of one of the Diablo angels. And then there is the stock standard image of Tracer. Well, hold up, because there actually is, on this next picture I sent, new art. That's right. Samwise came back to do some sketches for the some new upper deck cards, because he would do, like, the old ones and some old art. So so look at that. They were ready, to, they were ready for that one. Ooh, it even features the gnome woman. They'll never avoid this pink hair, pigtail girl. Uh, wielding Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade of the Windseeker. How fun. Thanks, Sam. Honestly, these are pretty cool. Like, I'm not, not even lying. I, I won't get them. But, like, I appreciate that, the, that, they, that they will exist soon. Actually, okay, I might buy these. Only because there's patch notes cards. <laughs> so, I, the picture's depicted as a World of Warcraft Cataclysm in it card. It says... It has begun, and it kind of goes through like the patches. I'm assuming if you turn it around, it'll be patch notes. If 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 I can get like a Worlds of Draenor 6.3 selfie cam patch note card. Um, excuse me. Do you, I believe you mean the 6.2.5 patch notes card? Yeah, that's what I meant. Because I, I was gonna say, yeah, I would want that. Keep your ass peeled at um a store near you. It doesn't really say. I don't know. Go figure it out. But I don't want to figure it out. I want to figure out what you two liked, didn't like, or feel, felt meh about this week. And that's why I'm bringing us into our TTBBMM immunization. I feel like you've been, you've been closing it out recently, so I want you to start. Well, you see, I have a top two to start us off with this week. And it is that I am entering my wealthy immunization era here here comes the money here we go money talks here comes the money richization <laughs> um um immunization anyways um i've been making severe bank by doing like working the tables in veldrak and like uh for tailoring and enchanting i think over the last 20 like four hours alone i've made like 110k just from orders and things but then like sometimes i just get like 
my resourcefulness to proc where I get like one of those centaur necklaces and that, that sells for like an additional 40k. So I think like realistically I've made like 200k off of like crafting over the last like day and a half. And then in raid yesterday, I got a heroic BOE on my hunter, which would have been an upgrade of like five eye levels, but I'm like, no, I'm selling this. And then I was able to sell it for 200k. So like over the last like three days, I've made like 300 or 350k just just crazy i I, like i I, i'm like rich now all of a sudden (laughs) pass this message on to receive your own wealth soon um would do you think you're gonna keep making more money like is it gonna keep flowing or do you think it's gonna stop either way i'm happy with what i have so if it dries up that's fine but like i don't know it i've just maybe i just understand now but i honestly feel like more people are asking for crafted items um, I, or maybe it's just because like in my spare time, I'm just sitting there and trying to message people. I don't know. Uh, has this money been there this whole time? I don't know. Let me know listeners. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think so. Honestly, I, I, I guess I've been looking though. I have a feeling it has to do with these done, these mythic dungeon runs. People are doing alts. People are getting alts through and they need gear for their alts and they're playing more. So, I mean, a million more people or more runs at least. That's true. It does feel really good to be leveling up in alt right now, too. So maybe that is 100% why. But um, Slide Whistle, what do you have? I've got myself a big, fat top toot this week. Toot It's finally happened. The healing dream is alive and well. The priest is spun up. I'm already thinking about getting a shaman spun up. I'm thinking of getting Bludgeon on Resto Shaman or... Even better, gum gums could be utilized in the near future. My beautiful goblin shaman, she can join the raid. Why the fuck can't she? You know what I mean? But most importantly, Lokinwa, the head healer at the table right now, Mr. Mistweaver, healed successfully, two-chested, successfully, first two-chest, his first plus 20, and got a portal to Waycrest. That shit is crazy. Lil Quinoa Ooh. should not be able to do it, but he's doing it. <laughs> he should never have seen Waycrest in the first place, let alone have a key to the front door. <laughs> it, it is really wild. Um, Miss Weaver just also looks like it's in a really good spot. He's like making me jealous. Um, and when I watch him do it, I'm like, I, I kind of want to get a monk going. I've never had a monk anywhere higher than like level 25 or something like that it's so fun like i just think like and it's because like i don't i never played a monk so like these buttons are new to me it's it's basically something in wow which is like brand new to me i'm like oh I, I gotta harvest this um hey i tell you what if you need to get your characters leveled up i know a guy who can get you up there for 160k oh i just made that over the last day or so yeah you got that in spades uh well that's it what about you aaron ttbbmm well, I got to say that, well, I'll say this. I have a very quick top two to begin with. Quick two. <laughs> and that is that there have been a few people who have taken me up on my offer to personally hand deliver them some Dusky Griffins. Oh. Shout out to Gershom, Hoax, and Craig. They all reached out to me in various forms, and they are the new owners of one of my 13 griffins that i can only give to the horde but don't worry everyone these guys are on the hook for two of them but that means that there's like eight more that you can have just reach out to us in any form with your horde character and hey i'll give you a griffin if you don't have it if not mm. that also made me realize like when slide was talking about possibly getting gum gums ready like we could just straight up join like we could take the gal pills and put them in uno mas right Mm-hmm. We'd have to server transfer them. Oh, no, never mind then. Never mind. Not worth it. The name's probably... I don't think I could get... Well, I'm no. I'm sure I can get gum gums. I don't know if you're going to get gum ass. It's only a matter of time before they well, find out and they ban me or something. But the, the thing is, you can get cum ass on Proudmore because I own it. Bum, bum, bum. Shit. Oh, I mean, hey, it would come. <laughs> Do not come. <laughs> but the other one is it's sort of a medium moot, unfortunately. Ooh, medium moot. Medium moot. 
And it's that I, I today at work, I was like, you know what would be a really cool mix in my head for a character? Female Pandaren elemental shaman. I feel like that would really just mesh with sort of how I like to play and my aesthetic for characters. But that would be actually the most redundant character I've ever had to level that thing up. I have a panda. I have a female panda. I have an elemental shaman. But I'm like, oh, but I would never like make Randallman something else. What if I told you you didn't have to level it? And I know a guy. Okay. <laughs> No, because I'm already sad because I had a million on Growlina and I wasted a tenth of that on this stupid rock that I don't even think everyone has. You should all have it. You should. What if I told you it's my Christmas present to you? Your dream has come true. No, because I really like leveling. So I would I would do it for free for me. But I don't want to because it would be redundant. Also, I'd have to get rid of one of my great names. Because I didn't, I wouldn't want to use a joke name on her, which means I'd be sacrificing Firefighter or Overwatch Two. Oh, dude, Overwatch. Uh, well, oh, because it's TWO. I think Firefighter would actually kill on Proudmore, dude. People would love Firefighter, uh, especially if you like your Ellie, or especially if you ever like dip into like Resto a little bit, where their whole thing is dumping water on people. Dude, holy shit! You have to do Firefighter. Give me that name if you're not going to use it. I'll take I'll trade you. I'll trade you. I, I got Clarabelle. No, 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 I you want, want it. Now I want it. <laughs> Fire, firefighter coming to Oh, dude, that name is so bad. No, dude, that name is so fucking bad. Don't use that shit, dude. No one's going to no one's gonna laugh at anything you say. But Randleman still gets to stay in top 10. <laughs> she just, she'll replace him. Just rename Randleman to Firefighter and make them a Bandera Chaman. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Who cares? <laughs> Anywho, that is the end of the episode. So I would now take time to thank our patrons. They include Command Sergeant Major Tajurla, fourth host of the podcast, a monkey, Ahoy Vince, InSync slash Drag Race, Azar and Digital Dave, asking Growlina to say, For the Horde. Mitch wants to remind everyone that Rathion isn't daddy. He's a literal child. Crucifix, Saracen Hawk, Kick Puncher. Jerome, Seisha Sen Soup, Adorno, Losing the Patient. Gershom, Big Papa Crispy's Big Mama. Calcus Crinkles, Santa's Void Elf, hee hee hee. Wooly, Slide Whistle Secret Stalker, tee hee hee, on that one as well. Muv Adamen, Ickis, Vanderlyle, Slide Whistle says, Fuck crap. And Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, you want a griffin, one of Aaron's beautiful griffins, send an email over to do not relent pod at gmail.com. Join our Discord by going to the following URL. Do not relent.com. What about you two? Where can they find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex or on Blue Sky at Immunization. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitter.com. And go to all of the various DNR links at linktr.ee slash do not relent. That's our link tree. If you can think of a silly social media, we're on it. Although at this point, Will had been free as a bird for the last four years, living his life on his own terms. He seemed to convey that he had been done wrong. That was one sentence of Worthy by Jada Pinkett Smith. We will be reading one sentence at the end of each episode for the next 10 years. With that... I never know if you're going to do something else or not. <laughs> I'm just waiting. Another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. <laughs> <laughs>